Today, a shocking new report details more weaponization of the federal government against you. You may have thought you knew how strange Trump's accuser, E. Jean Carroll, is, but <clears throat> I'm just going to tell you it gets worse. And uh, Speaker Johnson rejects Biden's plan to tie Ukraine aid to solving the crisis at our own border. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, longtime viewers of the show are going to be really excited about today. We've got the the dynamic duo back. The band is back together. We have Grant Stinchfield here today, of course, host of Stinchfield, which you can find on real well on Real America's Voice, but also wherever you get your podcast. Podcast, yeah, yeah. The yes. podcast is very important to me too. But we don't. We are going to have a problem in a second. I'll get into that. Yes. Okay. Also, yeah, big problems. Yeah, a big problem. Also <laughs> joined by Jakub Buyans, uh, of course, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line. And we were talking about the new show, which, of course, is Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered, uh, premiering Monday, January 29th. But my new time at 7 p.m. Eastern, we're actually, we're, we are competing now. We're up against so, each other in the same time slot. Primetime Stein was there, right? Was that where his slot was? Yeah, I think he is at the same time as well. Okay, so... Well, that's an like, easy. We were friends and no problems there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I yeah, think the strength of numbers, and plus, look, let's, let's face it, between Real America's Voice and The Blaze, yeah, you can watch it live and it's great, but there's a lot of on demand viewing. There is. Right? There is, yes. So. Yeah. I watch your show on demand because it's at the hour where kids have to get ready for bed. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm on, on here. I watched Sarah's a little earlier. People, you can watch both these amazing folks on demand. Yes. But prime time, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't speak, I don't speak into that. I, don't, I, I fight for these two. It's good to be back with you, man. I'm telling you, the really two good. of my absolute favorite people, and it's great to be here Thank with you. the both of you. I know. My, my family. I, I feel the same way about you guys. Um, so Okay, so news of the day. Let's get into it. Um, so I just want to just give you like a, I don't know, just, just imagine this for a second, Okay. You go to Cabela's one day to purchase, I don't know, like something for- A gun. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Ammunition. Okay. <laughs> maybe, right. maybe, and then maybe you're traveling, uh, you take a bus, maybe a rental car, uh, you buy a plane ticket, maybe, you know, you, like you're religious, so you want to make sure that you have a Bible with you. I got to tell you, I have a new rule on the new set oh, no. that if- Oh no. Yeah, that you're going to have to answer your call. If anyone's phone rings, that you have to answer it. It says spam risk. I don't think we want to. Oh, okay. Do we? Well, on the new set, we will. Let me see. This is Grant. <laughs> Hi, Mr. President. Yes. I better take uh -oh, this. Uh-oh, you got to, do you need Mr. to go? It's Trump. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> no, I think I had Yahoo for a second. <laughs> um, so, and then, you know, you buy a Bible because you don't want to be without your Bible um, to get to your relatives for the holiday. You actually, if you did those things, very benign uh, things that you would have done, you could actually be analyzed and flagged by the federal government as a lone actor or homegrown violent extremism indicator. Yeah. So this is according to a new report spearheaded by Congressman Jim Jordan. Uh, the federal government is flagging terms uh, like MAGA, terms like Trump, 
um, if you've purchased a Bible, uh, if you've shopped at Cabela's or Dick's Sporting Goods. And I want to play Jim Jordan on Hannity last night talking about this watch. Now we have financial surveillance where it's big government working with big banks, big corporations to surveil, to spy on Americans. And so it was big banks looking and searching private transactions using key terms at the suggestion of the federal government to, to find out what, what you're buying, what you're spending your money on. Scary stuff. All it looks like without any warrant, without any legal process, they undertook this as a way to identify domestic violent extremists. The Treasury Department distributed materials to financial institutions, and these materials outline typologies of persons of interest, okay? So they give them suggested search terms and merchant category codes for identifying transactions, and some of these merchant category codes for extremism are sporting and recreational goods, small arms, durable goods, and pawn shops. And if you use generic terms like Trump or MAGA in a Zelle payment— it could flag and indicate into a category, of course, the, the same lone actor and homegrown extremism. And it gets, I'm not done, okay? They also sent around a PDF to help banks flag potential active shooters or lone wolves. And here's what qualifies you for that list. Spending 2,500 or more at Dick's Sporting Goods uh, and anything greater than 50% with one of the, those uh, Codes for extremism, sporting and recreational goods, and those of that nature. So, um, you so want to load so, up? You so want to load up on ammo? Get ready! You're going on a list. Not okay? even ammo. You're going to go buy yourself a new set of water skis, right? Uh, maybe a wake surfboard, mm -hmm. and you know you clip twenty five hundred dollars. All of a sudden, uh, wait a minute! You're a red blooded male, which is not good for this government. You may just be an outdoors guy, which means you're not a <coughs> snowflake pushover, which is not good for, you buy a Bible, oh, you've got God as your leader and master. You're not good for this government. I mean, this is what we're talking about here. You know what, these are frightening times we're living in. Yeah. When you have surveillance like this by government looking at individual liberties of what you're buying, I don't think the FBI or the DOJ really believes these people are terrorists. I believe this is bigger. This is about pushing a narrative of domestic yeah. extremism. Coming up on the election, the biggest threat to the American public is right-wing extremism. So we're going to institute this program and we're going to show that, oh, Trump and MAGA, and this is how dangerous it is. So you turn neighbors against neighbors. Yeah. That's what they want. They want us all fighting in the streets. Mm -hmm. They know that if I send you a Zelle payment for my MAGA shirt, that... We're not domestic extremists. They call me an extremist for loving liberty mm -hmm. and small government and being able to speak my mind. Then so be it. I'm an extremist. Mm. But to them, that is, though. To them, the narrative of absolutely divide and conquer, drive this country to its knees. Look, if they could snap their fingers, Sarah, and make this happen, but they can't because they're not God. They play God. But if they could, this would be China. They would be a complete, you know, dictatorship in here where you have a social score where if you jaywalk all right mm -hmm. your your electric bill goes up i mean this is where they want to take it complete control and and also through the food and what we eat but we're talking about american government spying on american people domestically i argue that the fbi in its in its foundation was built <clears throat> at some point be weaponized against the American people and spy yeah. on the American people. You know what really gets me is the amount of censorship on social media, which we all know about, we deal with that. 
I went on Facebook and I started doing Facebook videos. They have a great creator model that you can make money. My first month, $4,000 a month. They shut me down on a fact check that I said the banks were tracking gun codes. Yeah. And I did a post that they were tracking gun codes. They had a whole announcement they were going to do this. Well, unbeknownst to me, they claimed they backed off it. They said it's false. They shut my Facebook down. I mean, it's there, but it doesn't have any reach. And then I see this story. And they shut me down from saying exactly what this story is saying. Mm. You've got members of Congress who, who now can prove beyond a doubt they were tracking our codes. And you better believe you just said ammunition, recreation, all these things. And they shut me down for telling the truth. Yeah. But Grant, I go to the big banks. We go to big banks and I can't get big banks to help us find pedophiles who are funneling money through big banks, trafficking women and children in this country. That that. That gets protected. Epstein's logs and his banking. You want to talk about names? Show me the bank records. Show me money transacting. They've got it. It's there. The FBI's got it. The, no, 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 not that. But you go buy a Bible, you're going to go on a list. You go buy a gun, your constitutional right. I, I think there's got to be two pushbacks on this. One, of course, is pushback on the federal government for its overreach. But even bigger than that, You've got private companies, publicly traded companies, but these big banks that engaged in this behavior, mm -hmm. that's who the battle needs to be. Yep. They need to be called in and held accountable. We expect it from you know, Merrick Garland and the rest of the, the crew there, but these big banks, community banks, I'm a huge supporter yes. of community yep. banks. They make local communities run. Take your money out of J.P. Morgan Chase, out of Wells Fargo, and put it in one of the local community banks. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, support it fully. Yeah, that's, a, that's great advice. Um, so I want to, as we're talking about how corrupt the federal government really is, um, I want to get into this new Blaze report that, uh, by the way, if you guys have not subscribed over at theblaze.com, they're doing amazing, really amazing investigative work over there, uh, not just on January 6th, but on many more things. So make sure you're subscribed. But Steve Baker, our very own Steve Baker, uh, released a report today on the, you know, we never found out anything about the DNC and RNC pipe bombs. Yes. Never found out about any of the surrounding information. Well, um, so, and I want to play. So remember, it was like uh, 1 p.m. on January 6th, a masked man with a backpack like approaches uh, the cop cars and then says something um, and then walks away reporting that there's a pipe bomb and then all of a sudden, seconds later, they find it. Let's play some of that. Can I just say one thing yeah, before please. you play it? Because it's important. There was a massive cover-up. This is outside the, the, the party headquarters. The surveillance tape, when they went to look for who was there, the DOJ, when they released it, had edited the surveillance tape. And they released an edited version so you couldn't see who dropped the pipe bomb, which is a, a cover-up. Yeah. It was tampering so, with evidence. So you have that and then this story. And, and now, yes, and now this. So let's, watch, let's mm -hmm. watch the incident and then more on that. You'll see him come into view. He goes to one police car. He goes to another police car. He's holding a backpack. He's got a mask on. He's talking to the police. And within a minute, they start scrambling. You'll see the camera turn to the pipe bomb, the location of the pipe bomb. By the way, that's, a, I believe, the Metro police are now getting out of their car. And that's uh, Vice President-elect detail in the black SUV, I believe, parked about 30 feet from the pipe bomb, eating lunch. Okay, now we go over to the location of the pipe bomb. The cameras are scrambling. It, it appears to me that that's not a coincidence. 
Yeah, not a coincidence, I would say. Um, so turns out that that person who approached the vehicles was a U.S. Capitol policeman uh, in plain clothes. So Did he have the backpack as he approached the vehicle and there, then went and put it back? Is that what happened? There was a backpack. It's what the guy said. The, the narrator yeah. was saying, "Look, he has the backpack." And so let me add, let me add a couple more. Let me add a couple more interesting tidbits about this. So, um, Vice President Kamala Harris arrived there 90 minutes prior. Now she was supposed to go to the Capitol to participate in the the certification of the you know the electoral college votes, and. Some reason she was there at, at the DNC headquarters. Nobody knows why. And her presence at the building was not revealed for an entire year. Why is that? Because then when you talk about Kamala Harris being there, uh, how did the Secret Service, who is doing bomb sweeps and all these things, how, how did the Secret Service fail to find a bomb prior to Harris's arrival? Why did operators in the Capitol Police Command Center deliberately redirect CCTV cameras away from the pipe bomb investigation and detonation? Why did a Secret Service agent and uh, uh, MPD officer feel safe enough to finish their lunch before investigating a pipe bomb 15 feet away? And of course, was the DNC pipe bomb really a viable device despite never before seeing video evidence to the contrary? I don't think it was a, a real device in the end. Mm -mm. I don't think it was. And, and so I'm still trying to figure out why they would plant it there. What was the motivation of planting it? Because all the evidence to me that I've seen looks like it was planted there, add this on top of it. It, it looks clear that it was planted there, like the cops do what they were doing when they were going. Right. And then they go find it. But why? What was the motivation other than to make it look like we were the extremists, Republicans? Yeah. Outside DNC? So. Yeah, absolutely. It's to frame the other side, to say, look at what they want to do to us. Look, see, they are. But then violent. why outside the RNC headquarters? A exactly. There was one outside the RNC, too. I, I, I can't I figure think, out the motivation. Well, we may not ever know it because it may have not, like, it may have never come to fruition. They may have had some sort of half-baked plan and then decided it wasn't going to work and therefore now we have to cover it up and never talk about it again because our plan was, our plan sucked. Like you think they might have detonated it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying Bro, it's just I mean, a, a Capitol policeman who we already know, the Capitol Police, like, let's talk about how the Capitol Police acted on January 6th, right? Something's going on there. So you're telling me it's just a coincidence that a Capitol, Capitol Police was like, hey, guys, I think there's a pipe bomb over there you might want to check out. And then everyone's just super casual about it. And on top of that, the questions that the article already posed that I was reading right here about why do the operators redirect CCTV cameras away from, like, there are way too many coincidences yeah. here yeah. for there to not be, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, look, I'll, to, yeah, yes, absolutely, and all valid questions. And I'll say the, the issue of RNC and DNC, why both? It doesn't, it matters, but it doesn't. To the, to the anarchists, it doesn't right. matter. It they will blame chaos. the right. Yeah. Right. They will blame yeah. the right. They, you could, you, you could, it could, if there was one only at the RNC building, they would say, see? They're extremists. I mean, it's a, it doesn't matter. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't in, in the eyes of, of that side of the political aisle. Um, but what but, but bothers me, though, you know, you can go back to the Boston City Marathon pipe bomb, and those bombs, right? And then years later, it comes out, yeah, some guy walked into an apartment and saw all the pipe bomb. There's always somebody that knows something. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow, on the left, they very quickly ring fence it, turn cameras, mm -hmm. silence people, 
coerce them, bribe them, force <coughs> them, threaten them or somehow, and they suppress. They have this ability to suppress information very quickly. Very quickly, and then you never get the truth. Well, and, and only so, yesterday the DOJ said Hunter laptops real, right? And it finally comes out right. like yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Speaking so. of things that you get censored on social media for saying, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so, I don't know if we're ever going to know the answers of January sixth. Right. But when you talk about suppression, most of America has never heard of the pipe bomb story. Yeah. Okay. Most Americans are going to say the pipe bomb. They don't even know what you're exactly. talking about. And many conservatives are going to say they don't even know what you're talking about, the yeah. pipe bomb. Most of America is going to think that January 6th was the West Terrace only, where it was, I'd call it a little rough. They were pushing and pulling, but then you had people fixing each other's helmets. But then on the east side of the Capitol, you literally had Capitol Police giving tours. Yes, guided tours. Guided tours yep. of the Capitol. So no one ever hears this stuff that there was fencing there and an hour before everybody gets the fencing comes mm -hmm. down. The don't enter here. The doors open up miraculously. Mm -hmm. People are let in. You have people going up to scaffolding, yelling, go inside. Those people are never arrested, but everybody else is. All these things are stories that the American public never hears yeah. Yeah. because something happened that day. It, was it a setup job? To me, it looks like it. But I really want to know the truth is what I want. I just that, want answers. That's the thing. We, we are speculating and you're left to speculation. To. And you're left to assumption because they are not. There's Nothing even, adds even, up. Even, I'll even, tell you that exactly. much. Exactly. exactly. Something stinks. Okay. We may, we may, to Grant's point, we may not ever know the truth, but something severely stinks about that entire day. Um, all right. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Preborn. So last year, because of you guys, Preborn's network of clinics saw over 58,000 babies saved. That is amazing. 58,000 babies. So thank you to all of you who made this possible. Um, and for those of you who are new to Preborn, you've never heard about them before, they actually are standing on the front lines of the abortion issue. Their network of clinics are positioned in the highest abortion areas. They're often like right next to these abortion clinics, right next door to them. And what Preborn is going to do is Preborn is going to offer these women an ultrasound. See, the left wants to lie to these women. They go in there and they're like, it's just a clump of cells. It's fine. You'll get over it. There's, there, there's no attachment there. Don't worry. And Preborn actually shows these women the truth. Once the woman sees it's a life inside of her. It's her own baby. She hears the heartbeat. It makes her so much more likely to choose life. $28 a month can actually be the difference between the life and death of a child. So look, it's like one of the most amazing organizations I have ever um, partnered with. And I'm just asking you, for those of you who can donate, please donate what you can over at preborn.com slash Sarah. That is preborn.com slash Sarah. All right, so E. Jean Carroll, of course, uh, is involved in a defamation suit uh, with Donald Trump. And she was already awarded $5 million in 2022 over these sexual assault allegations. And uh, this is a civil trial with a federal judge regarding these allegations that Donald Trump sexually assaulted her and raped her inside of a dressing room in a Manhattan um, department store. So I want to play this unearthed documentary. This is an Elle magazine documentary of E. Jean Carroll from 2017, just to show you the type of person that we're dealing with here, as if you hadn't heard enough <clears throat> of her talking about how most people find rape sexy. Don't believe that to be true. Uh, the fact that her cat is named Vagina. <laughs> that's a little weird. And she sued Trump for calling her crazy. 
<laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I want to play a clip from this documentary of her showing her mouse house. Watch. That's because some very distinguished uh, mice live here. Uh, Kahneman lives in the kitchen. Tversky lives in the bedroom. This is my shed. And on that side are the books <laughs> that most influenced me growing up. On the door are the list of my dogs. Marky, Fortuna de la Spunky, Heidi, Tits, Bloody, <laughs> and Hepburn. The streams and the rivers were dry. And I, it so horrified me that I came out and started painting the rocks blue to indicate that there was once a river here. Raggedy Ann. <laughs> <laughs> so her, now we know her dog is named Tits. Her cat is named Vagina. She loves rape. <laughs> and she has a, a house for mice. <laughs> Live with her, and 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 how many how many mainstream media leftist outlets threw her up there on prime time to, as if she was any sort of credible person that you know, we should be listening to? I, I wasn't going to say this because you know President Trump's my guy, right? Yeah. So I wasn't going to give one of his defenses because I thought it was so funny. But after seeing this, <laughs> I now know why one of his defenses was. She's not, not my type. type. <laughs> She's not my type. <laughs> you literally exactly. said that. She Could is you, not right. She's ever not, whose type is she? The oh my lord, <laughs> <laughs> Raggedy Andy. That's whose type she is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think even Raggedy Andy is like, I'm a pass. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Man. I dig the red, the red wig, but everything else, pretty crazy. You, you I dig the red dig wig. The no, I'm wig. saying Raggedy Andy dig oh, the red right, wig. Right, right. Not me. I was, say, uh -uh. I was like, really? Sarah <laughs> no. has another side to her we don't know about. I painted the rocks blue to remind myself there was a river here. I, uh, this is, but this is what we're dealing with. There's, everything is surface level. When you throw them in front of a camera, it's because we say so. She's credible. How do we know that? Because we tell you she's credible. No, she's not. She's got distinguished mice as her best friend. <laughs> I mean, how I like, are we doing? And she got $5 million hush money. I like oh, that you wait, called wait. it an, un, an unearthed documentary because Elle put it in the basement. Yeah, That's why they yeah. were showing like, it to anybody. Oh, what was the music be behind it? It was like cuckoo music. It was <laughs> like, you know, it, she, she looks like she's part of a clown show. Yeah. Grant, yeah. to your point about not being his type, just yeah. let's just throw this... Uh, graphic up here. So there's uh, Marla Maples mm -hmm. and Melania Trump. Mm -hmm. And then there's E. Jean Carroll. And let's play a game of one of these things is not like the other. Well, that's that's a kind photo of E. Jean Carroll. Put the documentary photo up there. and That's know. fair. And by the way, they, are, they were all the same age in that. They were all the same age in, in, in those pictures. They are all the same age. Wow. That's, yeah, there is. There's a noticeable difference there. The one thing I there. would like our first lady, our former first lady, to do when she's the next first lady is to be very, very active. Because uh, th th she's a class act. She could literally be a modern-day Diana. I don't think, you know, I've gotten an opportunity to meet her on a few occasions. 
I don't think you're going to see it. She's she very quiet. She doesn't want the limelight. She, she, she doesn't, doesn't want it. No, no, but she could she, do it behind the scenes, though. She could. She, she does. She does. She's so classy. Amazing woman. Work. Absolutely. You know, and they laid her mom to rest yeah. today. Absolutely. So yeah. thoughts to them. Yeah. 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 No, much respect. So I want to play this. Um, this is fascinating to me. You know, um, Kellyanne Conway's, are they still married? I'm, if they're still married, they're very estranged. Her either estranged husband or ex-husband, George Conway. Uh, he is a conservative attorney, and he said on CNN that he was the one who advised E. Jean Carroll that she even had a defamation case and should even pursue something. Watch. You actually helped get the ball rolling on this case. Can you just walk me through how that happened? Yeah, I mean, what happened is that I met uh, Jean Carroll by chance uh, within a couple of weeks of the of, of her article coming out, the article in New York Magazine that started started all of this. And I had written a piece in the Washington Post uh, the weekend right after that story hit, basically saying, well, Republicans, if you believe Juanita Broderick, the woman who made a rape accusation against Bill Clinton, well, you damn well better believe Jean Carroll because she has contemporaneous witnesses. She had two witnesses who ultimately testified um, for her at the trial about how she in 1996 told them about what had happened at the Bergdorf Goodman store. And it just so happened I, I ran into Jean Carroll at this party. And and, and she came up to me. I said, hello. She said, I think she thanked me for the, the, the op-ed piece that I had written. And then somehow the topic came, like, you know, some people are saying I should sue. Um, I don't know what, I don't know, what, does that make any sense to you? And immediately, I mean, it popped into my head, well, you've got a pretty good defamation claim here. You, you know, the, the statute of limitations on the rape has run. But there's no question that if, if, if the rape happened, and, and it seems like you have corroborating evidence, it did, um, well, he's liable to you because he's called you a liar. And, and then I said, you know, I think I know the right lawyer for you. And I, the next day, I, I contacted my good friend Robbie Kaplan and told, told her that, you know, uh, Jean Carroll, I, I don't know, I'm sure you've read about this in the paper, um, she, she may be interested in bringing a lawsuit. This might be something you might be interested in. And that's how, that's how it all got started. What a weasel. What that, a disgusting That is an ambulance weasel. chasing <clears throat> yeah. scumbag lawyer. And by the way, they filed for divorce in March 2023. I don't know that it's okay. final, okay. but it may or may not be final. And I always ask, how in the world oh. did she end up how, house divided? You want to talk about house yeah. divided? Oh. Well, and that, but that was all his fault because he knew she obviously that she was yeah. working for the president. He didn't have to be so public about his disdain for her boss. He just chose to make her life a living hell. Could you imagine your spouse? No. Literally, basically sabotaging your career. Right. Now, tried he, to he tried to. It didn't work, but but that's what it amounts to. It's, it's a disgusting human being and going after. President Trump for this. Come on, rape in a Bergdorf Goodman that's right next to Trump Tower, by the way. Right next to Trump. You don't think he'd say, hey, we can go up. I got an apartment. I got an office. I got all kinds of, we're going to do it in the, in, in the dressing room at Bergdorf Goodman's. The way, listen to the way he speaks about it. You know what? I, I think you got a really good case here. It's an opportunity for a buck. It's an opportunity to make some benches. And again, it was in New York. Name in the paper. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, it's in New York. It's New York. So exactly. anything. They, exactly. You know, I grew up in and around New York. What, what a lot of people don't understand is that New Yorkers hate Trump. They hated him before he was a conservative. Mm. They didn't like how outgoing he was, how brash he was back then. They well, never they didn't liked like him. how he changed the riverfront, and he made it better. But they he didn't like the fact that they New could York see better. Trump on many buildings. Yeah, they didn't like him w way before.
Yeah. yeah. His announcement for president. Yeah. Um, all right. We got to take another quick break, but uh, I want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Patriot Mobile. So Patriot Mobile, I think we, we've all worked with Patriot Mobile. Um, My they, phone went off earlier in the show, and it is Patriot a Mobile. Patriot Mobile phone. <laughs> yes. It's a Patriot Mobile phone. So we get plenty of good service in here with uh, Patriot Mobile. They are, of course, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And the great thing about Patriot Mobile is that they, look, all of the, the cell services, they sh they're sharing the same towers. It's the same towers, it's all three major networks. So you know that you can get the same dependable nationwide coverage uh, while supporting a conservative company rather than giving your money to Big Mobile who, you know, I mean, I just see it all of the uh, gay pride stuff and trans, you know, trans places. It's like, oh, look, a big rainbow T-Mobile sign. Yeah. Should sure. I give out a little secret about Patriot Mobile? Sure. You can switch what network. Yes. Yeah. You choose. So if you if you're yeah. don't like the one yeah. and that there's no other cell phone company in America no. that right. can, uh, you can do that without having to pay all kinds of fines. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if you if if you're with Big Mobile right now and you're like I'm with this carrier and I love my service, you can just switch to Patriot Mobile and right. know that you're going to get those same towers. You're going to get the same service. Um, and they really are putting their money where their mouth is. They go with Yaku to the border. Absolutely. They help yes. down there at the border. Uh, they have helped flipped. They have helped flip school boards when we're dealing with all of these, you know, pornographic literature in schools. I mean, they really, really are on the ground fighting alongside us. So please go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You can get free activation when you use the offer code news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. All right, so uh, I want to play Speaker Mike Johnson here on uh, C-SPAN. He has rejected... Joe Biden's latest offer, I should say, on a border deal. Because remember, Joe Biden and the Biden regime insist, first of all, they insist that there is no border crisis. Joe Biden just said over the weekend, there's no so crisis I. going on at the border. Mm -hmm. Weird, because I keep seeing these videos showing there's a pretty big crisis going on at the border. Um, so they're saying that there's no crisis at the border. They're saying that we need more Ukrainian aid and also Israel aid. And uh, originally they wanted to tie a border security deal to Ukrainian aid, Israel aid. Oh, and by the way, I guess we'll throw you guys some money over the border so you stop complaining all the time. And apparently Speaker Mike Johnson has just rejected a border deal tying that Ukrainian aid to it following a meeting with the White House. Watch. I told the president what I have been saying for many months, and that is that we must have change at the border, substantive policy change. We documented 64 instances where the president took executive action or his agencies took action to create the current catastrophe that we have at the border. It is a national security and a humanitarian catastrophe. And I articulated that to the president in the meeting now. We understand that there's concern about uh, the safety, security, sovereignty of Ukraine. But the American people have those same concerns about our own domestic sovereignty and our safety and our security. So it's interesting because I told you previously he wanted Ukraine and Israel tied to this deal. Well, he added in Taiwan to this last one. So now so now he wants to fund Taiwan as well. I mean, I get Grant is like I, you're you're laughing sarcastically, but I mean, it really is. That's all you can do is like it's it's a joke at it, this point. It, it's I, I, everybody but America. Yes. So think it's about America we last. like America first principles. Yeah. It's America last yes. principles when it comes to them. 
I just take some solace in being early on questioning Ukraine. Early on, I wasn't a no, but I was a questioner. Now, even the establishment has come on board, many of them anyway, to question the aid to Ukraine and the amount of aid going to them. Um, you know, and, and honestly, we've gotta be careful with Israel. Israel needs our help. It's an important ally, but you've gotta be careful with that too. There's gotta be checks and balances mm -hmm. for that as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, look, it's always going to come down to if you're going to spend the taxpayer's dollar, then stand accountable for it. Be transparent. There's no transparency. There's no audit. Mm -hmm. No one really knows where the $200 billion. You know what we could do with $100 billion on the southern border? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I show you the gross overreach of private <clears throat> property where this government has taken eminent domain without no contract, no compensation for, for Texas ranchers that have lost their livelihood, that are thinking of having to sell their ranchers, they've lost their crops. You know, it's insane, the, the overreach. And you'll never hear about this in the no. press, ever. Well, Americans know. But the violation against Americans in the process of helping other nations, it's America last. Mm -hmm. It's actually America <laughs> zero. Because the America that you and I want to defend, they don't want that America. It's not that they don't want to defend her. They want it to go away. They want yeah. that culture to go away. This is why when migrants cross the border, nobody is asking a migrant today to assimilate. Mm. As a legal immigrant, I counted the other day, it took me 15 years to become a citizen. I had to become an American citizen. These values, these ideals, nobody's asking them to assimilate. You, you lose your culture. They don't want the America that our founding fathers established for us. Yeah. This is what's going on here. They want fundamental change. You, you know, what's fascinating, too, is, you know, you bring up uh, $100 billion. Trump wanted like eight. Yes. <laughs> right. Trump wanted eight to build yes. a wall. He couldn't get it through. Couldn't get it through because Congress said that's way too much money. We will never do that. And now look how much they have sent over to Ukraine. Yeah. While our own border well, suffers. It's wild. It there, is. there was some money that went to the wall. Yes. And now that, that wall pieces are being sold off at pennies on the dollar, which I promise you when Trump gets back in, what's going to happen is we're going to buy them back. for. So we'll, we'll have yeah. lost money, bought them, sold them, yeah. bought them back, a, a, even more money, which is a nightmare. But to fix the border crisis right now, the catastrophe, as the speaker said, it doesn't take any money. Takes no money. Policy. Yeah. All you yes. have to do is yes. start arresting and yes. deporting, right. remain in the, Mexico. The and you know what there. the number one thing you need to do? You need to go to Mexico and you need to see, you need to get your freaking ducks in a row in Mexico. And if any of these cartel members are coming over towards our border, we are taking them out. And then you wage war on the cartels and you tell them, you know what? I know you're a sovereign country. We're coming in. Otherwise, we're shutting off trade to all your trucks. Mm -hmm. We're coming in and we're taking out the cartels and we're done with it. Unless you want to get control of it and you want to keep trade open. Because if you'd like to get control, we'll let you try it. But you got two weeks to do it. Right. Yeah, but when you look at the Carlos Slims in the world, you know, the, the, the telecommunications magnet, in, in Mexico, in the in Mexican president. They collude with the cartels. We have, we have migrants crossing the border from Mexico that are telling us that they were held captive by the Mexican National Guard, that they had to pay the Mexican National Guard money to allow them to be handed over to the cartel. It's a complete free-for-all because on our side of the border, there's anarchy. They control our side of the border, Grant, and their side of the border, and it takes policy. You will not come illegally. You come illegally, you're arrested on site, you're returned. As a matter of fact, 
We passed that bill in Texas called SB4. The amendment to SB4 said we can arrest them. Biden administration is in a standoff with Texas Guard saying you will not, pushing them back, taking their communications. It's insane. Can I say something that's very important about this Operation Lone Star? Yeah. This is a big freaking sham. That's a, I agree. This is smoke a big show. sham smoke, smoke show. show. Greg Abbott ought to be ashamed of himself. Yes. We've now seen, last night on the Real America's Voice show, we had video of these Texas State Troopers and National Guards taking the illegals and handing them to Border Patrol. Of course. All they did was go through a third party. What do you think Border Patrol does with them? Right. They release them into the country. Right. And Greg Abbott thinks he's taken over this park in Eagle. But you didn't take no. over anything. No, and he knows that. He knows that. And he by the way, just... this park is... Sorry, Sarah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, very rude. Sorry, please. Go, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. We get on. fired okay. up. No, well, I, and I appreciate... I share your passion. Um, you know, he, it's just op optics for him. It's, mm -hmm. That's all he wants. He wants to take the victory lap on something that he didn't do. I watched him do it in person when he was campaigning for, you know, uh, a state rep my state rep personally, and he wanted to take this victory lap on all the hard work that they did at the border and all the hard work that they did with the biggest property tax relief. In his, and I'm like, you guys are incredible. Yeah. You are incredible at patting gotta, yourselves on the back for something you barely did. I go there. I stand on the ground. We yeah. do operations there. I took Mitch Little that's running. Vote Mitch Little if you're in Mitch's county. I, I, took, I took, you know, Chats Line, House Rep. I took the whole Freedom Caucus from Illinois. Sanctuary City, Chicago, to the border with me. Congresswoman Mary Miller, one day she's there with Mike Johnson. They sanitize the place. She stays one day later. Mm -hmm. and I take her to the same park, which is a tiny little area, by the way, which is about three quarters of a mile down from his buoys, which is on friends of mine's property. The buoys are not even in the water. They're on dried land. Okay, and Mitch Little is standing there going, wait a second, where are the other buoys? Yeah. They go, this is it, Mitch. That's it. 180 yards of buoys. He said, this is Lone Star? This is the plan? And I go, we've got 1,254 miles of Texas border with Mexico, yeah. mm -hmm. buddy. One park. Oh, now you yeah. got a naughty badge? Right. Do you know right. what the worst part of this is? Last word. Right, real quick. National Guard is lined up there. They sign up to put themselves in harm's way, right? So I understand yeah. that. Yeah. But they're putting themselves in harm's way for no reason right now. If you are stopping migrants and, God forbid, a cartel member takes a shot at you, you're still defending Texas. Governor Abbott put them in harm's way yeah. for no reason. They, they don't need to be there. They're not doing anything. Yeah. That, that makes me really angry. That's a great point. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. That's a really great point. It's tough, buddy. I can show you stuff. All right, we've talked on the show about the overwhelming push in the airline industry for DEI hires. I mean, you know, your plane might crash because you have a pilot that was hired because of the color of his skin, not because of the actual uh, practice that he has, um, you know, experience that he has. And that's fine. Right. But I want to play United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby, um, who apparently is kind of a DEI hire himself, moonlights as, I don't know, something else. Watch. How is diversity and diversity targets working into the Aviate Academy? We have committed that 50% of the class of, of the classes will be women or people of color. Uh, today, only 19% yep, of our pilots him. at United Airlines are women or people of color. And by the way, from all the data I've seen, that's the highest of any airline in the country. 
White males don't just dominate in the cockpits, also in the C-suite at United Airlines. Well, look, at United, I'm proud of the diversity that we actually have in our, our C-suite. I think if you look around corporate America. Correct me if I'm saying though, so I, this was just based off your website, the people you list as executives, but out of 11 people, three are women. I believe one is a person of color. Um, that's correct. Um, but, you know, in corporate America, I think, you know. That's a low bar. How do you yeah. raise your own bar? Well, a lot of this is, you know, focusing on it. We have uh, programs to, one of the things we do is for every job wow. when we do an interview. So for those of you women listening. Women and people of color to be involved in, in um, the interview He's process. dressed up as a woman crawling on the ground in their careers, and dancing. Um, as well. Because uh, and giving he them is those a drag queen. Uh, and creating a <clears> stronger man. So United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby, the drag queen. Of course, the DEI CEO hire will institute the program. That is what a puppet looks like. I'll go further. That's what someone looks like that literally will trade their soul for a position. That's what that looks like. And taking a whole, can you say Mulvaney, <laughs> but light? Do not fly United. I want to go back to the days when all the CEOs were hardcore Republicans. Mm. Remember the days when CEOs, when big business, they're Republicans. Please bring them back because wow. that's disgraceful. It's an embarrassment. This country has lost its marbles. Yeah, completely. Lost its marbles. Now, I guess he, he's probably not a drag queen. He's probably dressing up right for some corporate event. Or was that, was that him being a drag queen? Like, he's a drag. Grant, do you know? I mean, not that it matters, a, right? You like, know a a real man that dresses would you ever, like that? Would you ever would you dress, dress up? Like for a Swear jar. Event? Okay, okay, so. No. Let me think. He's a drag no. queen. No, but what I'm saying is, did they catch him someplace? Like, like he doesn't tell anybody he's a drag queen, or is he doing some corporate? Even if it's the corporate event, I, I, it's nuts. Doesn't the matter. corporate event is nuts. Why are they doing that exactly. as a corporate event? It doesn't matter. No, I mean. I doubt that it's a corporate event. It's multiple settings. I bet you that's a corporate event. I guarantee you, I, I promise you, these corporations have lost their marbles. No, it, I'm sure they're also doing it as a corporate event, but I'm telling you that's most likely his lifestyle, his private lifestyle. And if that is, no one on the board of United does not know that. He was probably hired for that very reason. He's a poster child. I'm trying to find it's, out. It's so uh, beyond United... Did you see the story about the Federal Aviation Administration? Mm -hmm. Yeah. DEI, they're going to hire people with psycholo severe psychological disabilities <laughs> to the FAA. Oh, and also mental, severe mental disabilities yes. as well. So, so, there are so many offensive things I can great. say right now. And i got to worry about door plugs. He's worried about some other plug, I promise you. you know, look, <laughs> look, they don't need door <laughs> He doesn't have I'm sorry. one. He doesn't Is have that one. A swear jar? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> but I'll say this: Look, you remember the days when 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 uh, Delta would only hire former, uh, you know, combat pilots. Yeah. Right. We maybe need to reconsider. Yeah. Going back to those days. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right, <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. He doesn't have a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kamala Harris, our very own vice president that we're extremely proud of, just recently went on The View uh, talking about how she and Joe are going to earn or maybe have earned their re-election watch. We have to earn the re-elect. 
and we have to communicate what we have achieved. Yes. And, and that is going to be one of our big challenges. We've done a lot of good work. We need to net, let people know who brung it to them. <laughs> brung. Brung it. We've done a lot of good work. We got to let people know who brung it to them. Not brought, but brung. Well, sweetheart. I think everyone is clear that the Biden-Harris administration, I'm sorry, regime, is responsible for the increase in grocery bills, mm -hmm. for the increase at the gas pump, mm -hmm. uh, for the transing of their children, uh, uh, for the border crisis that's happening and all of the illegal immigrants flooding into a city near you. I am quite confident that America is very clear on who brung that to them. Yes, let's make that point. And she said, earn it. I mean, you're going to try for the first time to earn something? <laughs> She's really somehow. I say Joe Biden is the greatest national security risk we face in America today, and it may be partly because the next in line is Kamala Harris. Well, remember, what did she get? 1% in the primary? That's how much her own people liked her. And then they were like, hey, let's make this one vice president. Great job. Earlier, she compared Gettysburg and Ferguson. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.